0: Hello and welcome to Fly Like an Angel, the unofficial Tumbridge Angels fan podcast. Hello and welcome to Fly Like an Angel episode 7 thank you very much for joining and listening in again um, we're recording this the night after the club had played Chippenham um, so I was hoping that we'd have a lot of action to talk about uh, hopefully another great win um, and, and unfortunately it got called off after 20 minutes due to fog uh, but it was it was good for us watching that it got called off because we couldn't watch much of that anyway we couldn't really see a thing could we um, but massive thank you to, to the team that have done the streaming and a big thank you to, to Matt Davison for doing his best to tell us what was going on although I, I don't think he could see much and obviously Kale was, was co commentating as well so thank you. Um, before we get into today's podcast just want to say a massive thank you um, to Dan Coldridge um, because uh, you did put a mention out for the podcast in the program so I really appreciate that and this isn't a like for like sort of saying thank you to each other I just want to say thank you for the work you've done with the program and the work you've done with the streaming service so far um, and this year and, and thanks for the shout out in the program really do appreciate that. Um, if anyone wants to come forward for future podcasts let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Drop us a DM. Um, we've got we've got the lineup sorted um, for coming up towards Christmas. So it'll be in the new year now. Um, but 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 yeah, just just let us know if you want to be on. But I'll let let's crack on with tonight's podcast. I hope you enjoy it. It's a good one this week. Um, and come on, you angels. So my first guest this evening. He has been in high demand to come onto this podcast. I've had it was the first name that everyone asked to get him on, and it's actually Lee the Hitman Hearn Lock. How are you doing, Lee? You all right?
1: Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not quite sure why I'm in high demand, but uh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, we can discuss that as we go through. Um, my second guest this evening, um, he has been an Angels fans for quite a number of years. Um, I'm, I love watching his videos on YouTube and, and reliving the games as fans. It's Mark Davison. How are you doing, Mark? You all right?
2: Hi, Bobby. How are you doing? Hello, everyone.
0: All oh, good. Thank you. And then my third guest this evening, he came to us on loan last year and straight away wrote his name in in sort of angels fans memories by getting off with some great goal scoring and he joined us again permanently this year it's tommy wood so thank you for joining us tommy how you doing you all right, all
3: right Bobby, how are you doing?
0: yeah good thank you mate um so we'll, we'll we'll come to you in a bit tommy we're going to ask you some questions we want to find out about yourself and and about why you sort of joined the angels and 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 find out about you as a person like we have done with Sonny and and Tommy Parkinson so far but before we do that um let's just ask a few questions to to Lee and Mark so Lee I'll come to yourself first um what was your first Angels game how long you've been an Angels fan uh
1: my first game was in October 1990
0: oh not that long ago then
1: yeah um and (laughs) funnily enough it was I was talking to Dan about it and it was the same game it was a uh I don't know if it was a League Cup game or some kent cup game against Beckenham. it was a i think it was a midweek game yeah Not not entirely sure
0: and what was it about that game that got you hooked or was it future games no
1: i don't think i don't think anything did get me hooked i think um i like football i live in tunbridge so i'm kind of forced to support tunbridge if i like football i guess if i lived in tunbridge wells i would have supported them yeah um i guess so no i don't know what got me I, i just liked it my friends were there and I kept coming back. Uh, that first season, I just sort of did a few games. And then the next from the next season, I sort of came to every game. Yeah. And I've pretty much gone to, I don't know, 99% of home games since then for the last 30 years, I guess.
0: Oh, I think you're you're a pretty well known face around the uh, Angels faithful so uh, yeah <laughs> and um, yeah. um and Mark what about yourself so obviously we've had your dad on and, and your dad has become the voice of the club recently um but but yourself um how long have you been an angels fan and what can you remember your first game
2: yeah i remember my first game very well it was against farmer in 2011 we lost 5-1 so like a lot of people we always get fresh on everyone's <laughs> first games
0: and that got you hooked <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well he went to two games that season, so um Yeah. But the late later the years gone on, um, go to more games later the years go on, as I said.
0: And I won't ask Lee how old he was in nineteen ninety, but how old were you, Mark, or your first game in twenty eleven?
2: Um, I was I was ten.
0: Ten. So was it um because your dad um sort of obviously knew the Angels and had been coming since he was younger? Was that what so kept you coming back or oh, yeah, did you he, just like it yeah,
2: yeah yeah i enjoy going it's a brilliant atmosphere behind the goal as well
0: yeah yeah brilliant brilliant and um and so then before we come on to um to 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 other things and more recent things lee have you got a, uh, i know obviously we, we, this has been the same answer pretty much from everyone but have you got a favorite angels memory or if you it's like i'll give you maybe two because I mean, you've been here longer
1: <laughs> yeah i mean there's um i think one of the best memories i don't did you was when dick had his meltdown do you remember at um
0: <laughs> was it where was that?
1: Met, uh, uh, um met police was it or Mersham? but there's two of them there's one at merchant and one at met police where where he, he was bullied by a woman in a wheelchair do you yeah, remember? I,
0: because, I do remember that yeah
1: yeah and i tried to film it i tried to catch it on my on my phone but he he obviously saw me coming and uh <laughs> stuck for cover so yeah, I I mean the the I guess the favourite memories are not necessarily the ones on the pitch, are they? Yeah. You know. Yeah. They're, they're obviously uh, games like I mean my I wouldn't say my favourite memories are things like you know, like people say, Oh my favourite memory is the playoff final or uh, those that's generally are just quite an easy answer. But yeah. I think my favourite memories are, you know, certain games or certain goals or uh, you know, people's bizarre reactions to <laughs> what's going on, on off the pitch. I kind of, sort of level that. As much as I do, it's as much about what goes on off the pitch as it is on the pitch for me, really.
0: Yeah, that's that's brilliant. That is, it's it's funny that because um, yeah, that's quite a common one. And if I was to be asked, and instinctively, I'd probably say playoff or even the playoff finals. But then the, we discussed it at the end of one of the podcasts, um, like there's little games, like years ago when we came back against Ashford Town and won three two yeah. when we were two 0 yeah. down. Moments like that, but also moments like you say, I'll never forget Dick Dick versus the lady in the wheelchair. <laughs> that was that was brilliant. Tommy, have you have you come across have you have you had a have you had any shoutings onto the pitch from from Dick yet? Do you know who he is? <laughs>
3: Uh, no, I haven't. I mean, I only played three games with fans so <laughs> far. So, um, oh, of yeah. course,
0: yeah, yeah, well, you've got <laughs> that to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and Mark, what about yourself? Have you got a favourite favourite moment?
2: Well, uh, as as uh, as most people say, like it's mostly mostly the games that I've that I remember. The Super Play Final and other games such as that. Like beating Maidstone in twenty fourteen was another another. Yeah. Brilliant memory and games. like that. I don't really remember very funny moments like everyone else, but I just think about the games more. more.
0: Yeah, no, that's 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 fair enough. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's good seeing the different different opinions as well. Um, that Maidstone one, that was the Alex Teniola, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that
2: was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, that
0: was that was a great that was
1: a great game that
0: was as well. And that was when Sonny played played for the Yellow and yeah. Black, wasn't it? So yeah, that was his bad thing. Can
1: you, did you believe that he's playing for Chelmsford now? I mean he's not. He's just not very good and he's playing for Chelmsford. It's
0: just incredible, isn't it? I was, I was, surpri- I was surprised. I mean, I I, I I, like him and I hope he does well, but I was I was surprised seeing that Chelmsford had, had got him. But then he's... Is it because he's got quite a big social media following? Because hasn't he got some sort of sponsorship with... I don't know if you know of Alex Tommy. Well,
1: you know well why don't they sign Donald Trump? You know what I mean? I <laughs> yeah, mean, true. Yeah, get him on the, rather he, he, than he a <laughs> He's just... He's just not very good. What's he doing playing for Chelmsford?
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't want to pass opinions on that, especially no. when we've got a player on. I don't I don't, I don't. want to pass opinions on oh, no, no, I mean,
1: definitely a. Tommy's definitely a bit better than his.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> We'll have to. it depends if you score a few last minute winners. We'll change it from Teniola time to Tommy time, I think. That'll be there.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> um so um I'll come to you first on this, Tommy. Um before I find out, and we'll we will find out about yourself as a footballer and, and your career so far. Um how do you feel the season's going um as a player? Um obviously it's been a bit up and down with results, but yeah, how how do you feel things are going so far?
3: I feel, I feel that we're doing we're doing we're doing okay. Um I feel that we need to be more consistent i mean it's been a bit of a yo-yo season so far we win one we lose when we win one, we lose one so um so yeah i think everybody in the change room um and the gaffer and the management just want us to sort of build on when, when we do win. you know get back to back wins that'll be nice um but yeah i mean you know we've if you if you compare to last season how we was doing at this point you know you we're five points better off so um, yeah so yeah it's definitely progression as far as uh, last season's mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah absolutely and is that something because I know in the press a few times Steve and to me he said it as well he, he does make a point of comparing to last year and obviously the priority is to just stay up and do better than we did last year is that something he says to you as a players as well we remind you that we are doing better and and that we, to keep that up is is that something he says or
3: yeah, I remember before the call game, um, we, we went through the stats, actually, how he's done from home games and an away games. Um, and obviously, off the back of that, we lost two games. So we had a bit of pressure on us to win that game because that would have been three, three losses on a trot at home, which, you know, shouldn't be happening. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we ended up winning that game. And even before that game, he was actually better off than last season. I think the first 10 games... The club was on nine points, so we was actually on ten. So once we beat Concord, we was on thirteen. So yeah, it's, uh, again, it's it's progression, which is, which is good.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. And um, Mark, what what's your thoughts so far as a fan and and comparing? So I know obviously we haven't been there at the games, but normally you are there at most games and you film them and stuff. And what you can do as well. What's your, what's your thoughts so far of this season, albeit not being there and, and witnessing it, but.
2: Yeah, I think we're doing really well um, this season, much um, better than a lot of people who support other teams think. But I, I expected us to be a lot better than uh, than last season. Like um, I did actually, I've thirteenth for the moment. That's where I actually said in my uh, predictions that before the season started. So,
0: do you want us to stay, get, keep those mixed results going and stay thirteenth? Is that is that your hope? No, <laughs> right, hopefully we
2: do a bit better, but.
0: Yeah. And and Lee, what about yourself? What what were you thinking?
1: It was up and down, isn't it? Um, You know, sometimes we play really well. The the second half against Conkord, we actually tried to pass it rather than kicking it from one end of the pitch to the other and hoping that Tommy would run after it. You know, I mean, that that certainly would help him, wouldn't it? If we passed it to his feet a bit more, I guess. (laughs) It's much easier to score uh, with your feet rather than if the ball's Say so eight foot in the head in the air, and you're, you can only jump to seven foot nine. It's quite hard to <laughs> stick that in the net, I guess. True,
0: true. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, it's just inconsistent, isn't it? And there's there's no rhyme or reason as to why we turned up yesterday and played terrible for twenty minutes. And that they're not my words, are they? They're Sonny's, my, Sonny's words, you know, from his yeah. his two minute interview. It's it's just the way it is, isn't it? You know, um, I guess you would assume. I mean, we're doing better than last season because towards the end of last season we the team played better and it, it, it sort of we played better when tommy turned up actually didn't we
0: yeah you know we one did, yeah. you know
1: nobody wants to say we played better once Tom Derry got injured but actually th- th- we did
0: yeah yeah you know? well we we um, had we had that discussion on the, the forum I think we both shared the the same view there maybe necessarily like I've, i i yeah, actually it like
1: a, it was a turning point that those last yeah. Like, you know, sort of after the Christmas, I think we won away at Braintree, which which was awful. And it was just like, oh, do you know what? We can we can do this now. This is you know we've got it sussed at last. But before that, I think we were a bit, you know, is this a division too high? I don't know why we ever felt like that. Yeah. But it, we never really got going. And then, unfortunately, the season ends. So we would have got to fifteenth easily, wouldn't we? Yeah,
0: yeah. I, actually carried I on playing. Done. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I I think I think the same. I um I also think sometimes we. Where obviously we're in the Ryman's for so long as fans that have been there throughout the years we we, we compare it to other seasons and, and the similar season to last year was obviously our first season back in the conference yeah. stuff in 2011 and um I yeah I it was similar in some ways because of the inconsistent results like back then we'd go and beat someone 5-1 but then we'd go and lose the next yeah. game and I guess it's where you've got a team that's got players that have come up from the Ryman you don't want to lose that
1: no you can't everness. just say to everyone thanks for getting this
0: promoted,
1: see yeah. I yeah. mean it's it's
0: not on really. <laughs> no. And that was something that I think um once again I know we yeah, play Steve um, a lot, but Steve 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 did offer everyone the chance, didn't he?
1: He did the up? right he did the right thing and then he sort of he sort of moved them on in a kind of polite way rather than <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah, like yeah. well I've done I've done I've given you your chance and you're not really doing it. So no you know you you, you had your opportunity. I suppose everyone apart from uh, what was his name? Alex. Uh, what was his name? The bloke who, who was good and then wasn't, the striker. Where did <laughs> he go? Back to. Um, where did he go to? He went back to the club he came from, didn't he? What Which one? Alex, Alex Reed. Uh, Alex Reed. So he oh, never Alex got Reed, in. yeah. Yeah, what was that yeah. all about? So he played like, they gave him about 15 minutes in the first 20 <laughs> games and then said, well, you're not up to it. See, yeah, and I forgot was, about I, that. Yeah. I, I never quite got my head around that.
0: Yeah. That'd be interesting. I've, I've I actually, it's, it's funny, isn't it, Alex Reid? Because he was obviously a great father, and and I, I liked him for us, and he, he did yeah. same, similar, actually, what we're saying about, um, what you were saying about service to to Tommy at, at times when we haven't, um, got the results. It's so yeah. Alex Reid. You can always see as a player get the ball at his feet. He's going to score.
1: Oh, you, you, yeah, you I know.
0: He was, a, um, was yeah. and also I mean, he 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 claims that he was the one that was telling Jared Small to run out so when he crossed the ball to Tom Derry to get his promoters, He claims that he yeah. told Jared Small to make that run rather than cut inside. It so,
1: was, was, um Jared Small wouldn't have been able to come up with that on his own, would he? He'd
0: <laughs> no, have <that's> been coached.
1: <laughs> I'd say I didn't realise I was meant to run down the wing and cross it. Cheers. <laughs> so I've been playing for 27 years. Know, really yeah. help,
0: and and together at Harlow as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and brilliant. Yeah. No. Yes. Uh, that's brilliant. So um. So. So yeah, it's been it's been it's been mixed reviews so far. But I I think the the good thing it's just once again it's a shame we can't be there because um I Tommy remind me and and this is because I actually the only game that I saw of, that you were at last year I managed to get to was the Concord away one um, and yeah. did you play did you play in the was it the Chippenham game at home in
3: no I, the only three games I played last season was Dulwich, Oxford City and the Concord one
0: so you haven't you haven't played at home
3: in front of fans. No, no, I didn't no, play at Longmead last year. No. no.
0: So that's something, I mean, I, I always wonder this as a fan, because I always, obviously as fans to us, you know, it's a, it does, it can sound sad to some people, but as fans, Longmead is that place for us. That That's the place where I get the real football fix, you know, uh, that match day feeling of going to watch a game. And and I think, um, so as fans, we always think Longmead is this amazing place that we love, but I always wonder as a, as a player, I guess it, it could go either way because it, um, will be the first to sing and, and hopefully you've been told and you might have seen that Longmead is a lively place and we do create an atmosphere um, and hopefully when fans are back we might come up with a song with you in I'm sure Martin Baker and Dan Colgis are coming up with one um, good or bad <laughs> um, but but also it uh, over the years I wonder if it's been uh, it, with, with without fans, because you can hear everything we said, so sometimes fans will say things that nece- obviously isn't always right and might get on players' backs without realising it. You, how have you found not having fans in and what have you thought so far?
3: It, it was weird at first, but I guess we've just had to adapt to it in the end. Um, I mean, the, fa- the fans, fans make a big difference. I think in some of the games that we've played, I think for example the Oxford City away game um even the Hemel game the other day was quite open I think with with that little bit of atmosphere or something like that it might you know um put a little bit more pressure on us I'm not too sure it shouldn't should really matter but it I feel like it does in football games it, sometimes it,
1: I was gonna say does it feel like a training match you know yeah, it, a bit it's almost like well we're playing and although it's important we want to try and win it's sort of Almost, it doesn't matter quite so much because there's no one there watching it. You know, you know. Sometimes when you're training, you just think, "Oh, we're just going through the motions a bit here."
3: Yeah, it it, it does feel exactly like, that, especially at first. Anyway, um, I think it's like the new norm at the moment. Everyone's had to adapt to it. So, so yeah, but it's good news about obviously fans. Starting to come back in, but it's just unfortunate, our tier. But um, I'm I'm pretty sure that's getting reassessed pretty soon. So um, around Christmas time, hopefully, hopefully the fans can be allowed back in. Yeah, I think the hope. I don't know if it will happen because of the numbers, but our
0: hope is Maidstone, isn't it? On the on Boxing Day, that would be brilliant. But I don't know. Um, that to be fair for you, that would be a good one to if if the fans were allowed there, even if it was on reduced capacity, that would be a great. For hopefully a great first experience yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and um mark what have you been how, like have how have you been finding it without going to the angels and and how have you been getting your football fix
2: well um obviously at the start of the year um, i haven't been watching the live streams because i've been going to other games like in the uh, lower leagues because as i said I, I really prefer going to uh, to live games rather than watching streams you get the still get the feel rather than yeah you get you get a better feel of being being there than watching it on t v yeah and yeah it's just it it is a bit um it's a bit sad like when you're watching it and no one's there and it's, it's it, yeah it's just, it's just so sad.
0: It's, it's not the same is it but then nah. I, I actually found so obviously and, and and your dad and dan and everyone that set it up and the cameramen trevor and max and that and and ian they've all done a great job in um sorting out the 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 stream and making mm. us view it and the first few games i was so uh, i was i had still had that match day feeling cuz i wanted to watch it again and then and then now i'm still enjoying it i am still Paying me seven pound fifty and watching twenty minutes of a game. Actually, while we're on that, did you play last night, Tommy? Because I couldn't see you. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: was a, it, it was the best game he's played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just no one saw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you scored two. It was actually two two one, wasn't it? Was yeah, it might have
3: been. no one saw
0: it. I tell you, what, we'll come on to that now. So, how how what was let's let's talk about last night. What was that like? As just sort of as a as a player going into last night and with the fog and and. And what happened? What was your opinion on that?
3: Yeah, going to the game, I drive him with Johnny Henley, so it um, he wasn't looking too good when we was going through Tunbridge. Um, so, but when we got to the ground, uh, it was pretty foggy. Um, you couldn't see the opposite corner flag, so it was in doubt straight away. I was quite surprised he actually went ahead. So it um, ended up going ahead, anyways, and it kept getting worse. Um, I remember that for me, I remember receiving the ball on the left-hand side, turning out, and I couldn't see Folky or Greeny <laughs> on, 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 the, on the far side. So, um, so yeah, it, it made it really difficult for for everyone. And I think it got to the point where Sonny just had a word with the ref and said, "Look, you can't even see the linesman at this moment in time." So, yeah, yeah it was the right decision that. That be made. Um, I think there was, a, you got to feel for them a little bit. There was 1 one nil up. They, they weren't really happy about the decision in the end, but you know, um, it, it was difficult conditions. And yeah, it's a shame that they have to come back again. But to be honest, it's done us a bit of a favour because we did start poorly and, <laughs> and we were 1 0 down. So um,
0: yeah. And, yeah. And what do you, what do you reckon? Um, obviously, Lee's mentioned it there earlier. What, what can you? Can you put your finger on the inconsistencies? And, and so like last night, I, let, I mean the fog's gonna be some sort of excuse, but yes. if we if we were to if it hopefully if it carried on, we'd have had a comeback. But and, and I don't mean this in the way. it wasn't the best 20 minutes of watching angels play. Like and I know we couldn't see much of it, but it, it was a it wasn't the bestest of twenty minutes performance. And Sonny, as as Lee said, Sonny did say that. So can you can you put your finger on the inconsistencies? Because when we like the second half against Concord, when you guys play well, you play bloody well. <laughs> um so yeah what, what do you what do you what's your opinion what's your thoughts?
3: I think it's down to every every single person on the pitch really um I, I don't know what it is maybe it's a what it's not a mentality but I'm not too sure. I mean, the games that we've started well, you know, we've put teams on the back foot straight away and got them defending. Um, however I think Chippenham done that to us last night. You could they they literally just put it on us straight away, spinning it in behind. It ran out of play a few times, but you know, they showed like intent to go forward and we didn't quite get out of second gear, I don't think. And obviously then the first goal went in. Um, so yeah, I can't really put my finger on anything, but we need to we, we need to be more consistent. Um, collectively, every every single person, um, whether it's you know, you know staying in, in the game for forty five minutes and then second half, you know, then playing your football because yeah. every game's different. So, so yeah, we we do need to find a way of becoming consistent and, and building on results.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, um, Mark and Lee, I don't mind which one of you wants to, to to take this. What from a fan's point of view? Bear in mind, we're not the guys out there on the pitch. What what do you is there anything that you you think because it is as a fan it is when I say it's frustrating look we're not, we're not fans here that hate the team and we think it's all gonna like, I'm pretty sure I speak for most Tunbridge Angels fans that we're in a really good patch at the moment and we're loving it yeah. and and it's it is a great season and when we it, the great thing about it is when we don't put in the performance it's not because we're here like let's use Bradford as an example I know they beat us but I, Johnny I see him the guy that raised the money he's moaning about them as a as a as a as a club, because they're not putting in performances, and it's not like we're in that yeah. position where we don't put in a performance. We we don't we don't expect that every week. Like we, we get frustrated when the team doesn't put in a performance because we know, like like Ipswich, you can like that's, it can that's happen. That's true. If,
1: if they lost if they lost every game, yeah, then you would kind of think, oh well, well there there you go. You know that's the way it is. But of course, if if they play really well and then they don't, that's that's where the frustration comes from because you say, well, hang on, he, he did it last week. What's happening now? Why is he doing that? yeah why why are we giving the ball away last week all we did was pass it to one another and this week we don't so that the frustration is is in the inconsistency isn't it it's not we've got a rubbish team so that so therefore we lose so therefore we accept that i mean you know tommy warrell is not manager anymore do you know what i mean
0: (laughs) we'll come to that i think we share some we share some opinions on on that um and 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 and, and, and tommy if we've been someone and i will ask you about your history and stuff in in a moment but being someone that's come from the full-time game and and obviously into the non-league do you think part of it is being down to it's a part-time job and you do it alongside or players some of the players do it alongside other jobs is it, do you think that's a reason for it what's, what's your thoughts on it?
3: It, it? it could be I mean every, everyone in the team has different jobs so um, you know some some Working during the day um, can be can be tough, and then having a game on on a Tuesday night, you know, late. So um, you never know. Like someone could have a bad day's work or whatever like that, and could be could be a factor of not performing well. You know, I'm not too sure. Um, I mean, we obviously don't have the luxury of training every day, Monday, like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. But we've only got a short short amount of time to. Work on things. I mean, recently we've only been able to work on things on Thursdays, really, yeah. I'm on the training pitch because it's been Tuesday, Saturday. So um, so yeah, um, it's with the games coming thick and fast, it's quite good. It is, it is good because you, if you do have a bad result, you've got another game to put it right. Um, so, so yeah, I think I think moving forward, um, I think we have got a free week next week. Maybe we've got an FA Trophy game on Saturday. So um, maybe we can have a Tuesday, Thursday to work on a few things. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Brilliant. And um, uh, uh, Mark, what's, what's your... Obviously, I know you've been going to to other games as well, but have you managed to watch many of the streams or any of the highlights? And there's an obvious one here. It sounds like a bit of an easy question. But as a fan, what's been been your highlight of this season so far?
2: Well, obviously, the highlight is obviously making the first round of the FA Cup, as everyone will say. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I've only... I think I've only seen four four streams or something, and that was the I've only seen us win once, and that was the Ipswich game. And the others okay. were Hemel and Dorking, and then the Bradford game. So.
0: Stay away! Stop! Stop tuning in. <laughs> 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 and, um Lee, have you been watching everyone, or have you?
1: Yeah, I've seen them. I think I've seen every game actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen every game. Yeah. yeah um, probably. the highlight, uh, the, the way maybe in the way in the Bradford game that Sonny Miles forgot that he was allowed to jump for the ball I quite enjoyed that <laughs> nobody they just told him on that day he wasn't allowed to jump for a header I <laughs> don't know what happened he got
0: stuck in the mud it? <laughs> yeah
1: no um, I don't know it's quite good it's quite weird it's quite weird and it? it's a win at Billericay right Yeah. because that never happens Yeah. and then to win at Chelsea, and that never happens and they're two teams that I mean I know you live in Essex but they're pretty unlikable teams, aren't they?
0: Oh, absolutely. Just because I live over this way, I don't mean I like them. I
1: can't and stand them even more. <laughs> and they've always seemed to have the, sort of the most unlikable fans. I mean, their fans are not friendly You know, sort of, I mean, you know, I'm opinionated, but, <laughs> but, but do you know what, if, 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 an ex, yeah. if, if, if a fan came to me at Thomas from a, a club, I'd chat to them, but they're very much, we don't like you lot, Yeah, aren't they? Well, they're, sort of they're, they're
0: very much from i know billa ricky always say diving angels because yeah anthony story era um or whenever it might have been before that but that they 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 don't i've yeah they're not and and chelmsford it's, I, it's perhaps I, perhaps it's because of the running track practice because we've never got a result there but they're just not fun places to go so to see those two results was 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 amazing and um told me obviously you weren't um in the billy ricky one but you was in the chelmsford one was it was it put to, obviously every game you want to win but did it uh, like the ebbs fleet game that I, I said it a couple of weeks ago it's almost like um we're bookies nightmare because we're, we're losing or I say we i'm not playing but we're losing the the games that would sort of maybe you'd think on paper would win and and we're putting in exceptional performances in the tougher games so do you do you like the Chelmsford game was there anything mentioned about that beforehand like we haven't won here for years or was it just a like another game we need to win
3: yeah I think we just went out there and I was I just felt in that game we was just we was compact we was hard, hard, hard to defend hard to defend against and yeah we just worked hard as a team and obviously then I think it was we got quite an early goal from Parkey and then yeah um I think we just went on to getting a second goal as well, out of nothing as well and we just sort of, I think we were just playing a more uh, counter-attacking approach in that kind of yeah. game. We sort of just let them have it and then they were giving us the ball and then we were clinical with our chances and it was um similar sort of thing with Ed um, We scored out a good time then. We scored in the fifth or probably an added time I think it was yeah. and yeah. and again we sort of had the same sort of structure. It was hard to hard to break down. Um, I think we like, played like a like Quite narrow, so um, so yeah, it's, yeah. There's ne- there's never a, an easy game in this league. Anyone can beat anyone, which 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 is shown this year. Um, there's been a few results which you wouldn't expect. So you've got to treat every game um, equally. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. <laughs> and um, if I'd, without giving away tactics or anything, that if I can ask yourself we, so we as as Tunbridge fans, and I know you played against him a, a few weeks ago. We um, with with a striker like yourself, that's can hold it up and head it and, and that sort of thing we, we've had we've had that luxury over the years where we had Nathan Elder and we had Nick Wheeler on the wing that could ping it to him and th- those two were a combination for yourself obviously we've got a team that's that's not short of wingers but what's your preference to style of play do you prefer would you pref- would you prefer to be where you've got wingers that are crossing it into you or do you enjoy holding it up and bringing other people into to play have you got a preference or is it something that Steve has asked you to do or
3: yeah, that's that's the way we wanna play really. We wanna like get the ball high up the pitch, get out wide and get crosses in the box. Um, as many as we can. The more crosses in the box you get, the more chance you have of scoring and you know, it's not it's not just me, that's in the box, you know. Um there's usually someone up front with me and the midfielder. Um, we always want to fill the box to get goals. Um but yeah, that's that's the way we wanna play, just just exactly how you said. So um so yeah, we're sort of sort of playing to my strengths, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. And is that something um that because obviously beforehand we had tom derry that was holding it up and then unfortunately he came and scored against us and reminded us (laughs) reminded us of that um but is is was it a case of when you came in of derry was doing that role or supposed to be doing that role and you you take over or
3: uh i'm I'm not too sure you know um i I wasn't aware of what was going on behind the scenes at, at the time or whatever like that um i just knew that there was interest from the gaffer and um you know, I didn't turn my nose I just went straight for it.
0: Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And obviously, I Lee, did you go to the or Mark? Did you either of you go to the Chichester game?
3: No,
1: I, I, they gave me; they phoned me up and gave me my money back. Oh, did they? Because I bought, I got a ticket, and they just got wise to the fact that I was, so I didn't go.
0: Well, I luckily managed to go, and it was an insane journey for me, especially where I live. But <laughs> I just wanted to see football, just even just for the one mm. game, and um, and I. When we'd, I think, was it the day before? Because that was your, I haven't just made this up, that was your first game back, wasn't it, Tommy? Was it the Chichester away? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just checking. I haven't just made this all up in my head. No, because no. <laughs> um, obviously, when we saw Derry had, had been um, been released or uh, you know, finished there a couple of days before, you're naturally thinking, well, surely we're getting Tommy Wood in. And then seeing the team, I was just looking at team sheets, seeing your name on there, we're like, oh, happy days. There we go. That's that's confirmed yeah. that. So that, that was, that was, that was, that was I, perhaps it was not bigging you up but perhaps I was more excited about it because it was the first football game <laughs> perhaps yeah, perhaps yeah. if we had been every week we wouldn't have got so excited about seeing so your name on the sheet <laughs> but,
3: no.
0: Tommy if you don't mind just telling us a little bit about well tell us about your football history and like how you started like obviously I'm guessing when you youngster playing in the game and and sort of the levels you've been at and yeah start us off with a bit about yourself who's Tommy Wood?
3: Yeah, so I started out playing football probably when I was about five, playing Sunday League up until the ages of about 11. And then I was in and out of academies such as Wickham, Oldershaw. Um, and then I got offered a schoolboy contract with Red NFC. Um, I done like a schoolboy program there um, from ages 14 to 16, which is basically full-time training then with games on the Saturday. Um, and then after that, I didn't get offered, offered a scholar when I was 16. So then I moved up north to Burnley for three years, which was um, which was a good experience. So I went there when I was in the championship at the time. Mm-hmm. And then when I was there, the, the club um, excelled, it ended up going into the Prem. So it was good to be a part of that. Um, and then obviously I was there till I was 19, um, and then went to Wimbledon after that. Which I was there for two years, and here I am now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I know when when you left, or when you left Wimbledon in the summer, I saw there was a few a Wimbledon fan that I know, and there was a, a few on people who said they looked at the forums and stuff. And actually, the fans were quite surprised because they, from what they'd seen of you, or from what they'd heard as well, they thought that you were a, a prospect. So, um, what was it like? Obviously, you've been you've been on loan a few times for a few different clubs whilst at Wimbledon. What was that like? And and then the difference between maybe the other loans and, and the Angels and then joining the Angels this this year? What, how did that all come about?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, during the two years I was there, I had three managers. So Neil Ridley brought me in. And then um, halfway through that season, Wally Downs come in and I hadn't played much during that season. I played a few checker trade games, I think. I think I played three, not too sure. Um, and then when Wally Downs come in, he sort of stressed that all the youngsters who are not maybe in the, in the match day squad need to get out on loan. So that year, I think, yeah, I went to Burgess, Burgess Hill, went, played there for five or six games, and then it got um, called short because I um, had a bad injury to my ankle. So that was, that was my season done after that. And then the following year, um, I went back out on loan because I was, I was in and out of the squad. Um, I made I made a few um, appearances in the football league here and there, um, which is a good experience, but I was only getting like... Five ten 10 minutes, which which wasn't good for me. And, um, so yeah, I ended up going out on loan to Leverhead. Um, really, really enjoyed that. Um, you know, it's a good club. He probably played about 12, 12 games, um, had a good goal return, and then ended up coming back um, to play in the game against Southend uh, for Wimbledon yeah. in the EFL Trophy. And I ended up scoring in that, so I scored my first professional goal, which was um, a good moment for me. Yeah. And yeah. then I ended up going back out on loan. I think a week later, because <laughs> um, injuries had come back and stuff like that. Yeah. So I ended up going back to Leatherhead. and and yeah. And then after Christmas, during the Christmas period, I did get called back, and I was in around the first team. I made a few appearances um, around then, and then once that that was due to injuries, and once once everyone was back, sort of same thing happened they wanted me to go out and play games and that's where i come to you guys yeah
0: brilliant and um yeah. so obviously you had a great scoring record in the games that you played um the three the three games that you played on loan last year so what was what was it like then did you have any other offers when you was out the game obviously after the Wimbledon and, and what was it about the Angels that, that meant that you came to join us
3: um, yeah, I'll be honest, my my aim was to stay in full-time football. Yeah. Um, considering I've, I've been, basically been in full-time football since the age of 14. Um, I mean, I, I was speaking to the gaffer, the gaffer spoke to me as soon as I got released from Wimbledon to see what was going on. And um, I explained that to him and I said to the gaffer, I said, look, like if, if I decide to go into part-time football, it's a no-brainer for me, really, to come back. Yeah. Um, so so I went to a few clubs over the course it, it, it was a difficult period because there were so many so many players out of contract and um clubs this year are going with smaller squads and stuff like that so yeah I went I went on a few trials training tr- uh, training and stuff like that with some clubs and um I did get offered somewhere but um I didn't feel it was right for me um so um so yeah and then the and I think it was around October time. I think it was about two or three games into the season, and it just got to the point where you know I just I just said to myself, I need to settle down. I was I was checking. The, there's nothing worse as being a player than checking the scores on a Saturday, just sitting at home or whatever like that. So, um, thankfully, the gaffer actually got got hold of me and um, had a conversation with him, and um, the interest was still there. So, so yeah, so, yeah.
0: So, yeah brilliant, yeah. brilliant, and um, how so what's it like being an Angels player? So we, we get the feeling as fans and talking to the players and, and Steve that I've spoken to so far that it's a it's a good atmosphere in the squad and obviously Parkey nominated you to be part of this podcast last week. So yeah. have you, yeah. some people say there's no friends in football, but have you, have you made friends with any of the squad? Is it is it a good connection that you've all got going on?
3: Yeah, it's a really good group. I mean, it's basically the same group as last year with a few, with a few new lads, but, yeah, I, I kept in contact with all the lads from last year, even though I was only there for about a month and a half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I did meet friends then and um, stayed in contact. So, so it's good to be back. I mean, when, when I come back in in the Chichester game, you know, it wasn't. it's it was just like, just picked up from square one, really.
0: Yeah, yeah brilliant. Nice. No, that's that's yeah. really good. And hopefully, as I say, we can get fans back soon, and you can witness uh, long with the fans and those away days where the fans are drunk and, and singing and hopefully they'll, they'll be singing your name soon. <laughs> and yeah,
3: i really looking forward to that when, when the fans can come back in.
1: I'm, I always, I'm just going to say, I mean, probably it's not that stage, but I always find it weird when you see a programme and it asks the player questions and the questions are, what do you eat before the game? And the question is, right, does, does anybody care? I mean... Do you know what I mean? What do you eat before the game, or do you just? I you don't have. I suppose when you're a league player, right, you're on a special diet, right? When you play for Tunbridge, although you, you are you you can choose to be on the diet, or you can choose not to be, can't you?
3: I guess so. I, I do try to look, look after myself as much as possible, but um, yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not like superstitious or anything like that i know some some players like to have a certain meal and drink or whatever like that before the game i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not superstitious so um i just i just have whatever as long as it's it's, it's not it's not too heavy that's,
1: that's what i thought i you know i always i just think you know they ask a player oh what's your favorite color or uh you know, I mean, it's almost like let's let's ask them a load of questions they're not interested in to fill a programme up. So, Dan, are you take Dan, are you taking note for this? Dan, can you hear me, Dan? Just to- yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. It is true though, isn't it?
0: Because you know, I was also thinking that you think you have got the like you can have quick fire questions and, and then, yeah. But also when you've got a squad like for how longs how longs Folky been at the Angels now on and off for what six years? Yeah, since, we all know.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Like, yeah,
0: we all know the answer is he. Apparently, he's the best dancer in the in the dressing room. I don't, or yeah, or, uh, <laughs> or uh, yeah. <laughs> who's got
1: the worst? Who's got the worst fashion sense? You know, it's like well, it doesn't really matter because we're never ever going to see that. <laughs> You
0: know? Interesting though, because uh, just a quick side note here, it actually annoyed me. And when um, when Calvert Lewin played his debut for England, and they kept banging on about his his fashion sense because he does wear some interesting outfits, doesn't he? Yeah. But I was like, what's that got to do with the fact that he can get a ball in the back of the net? I don't care what he wears. I, I don't. You know what I mean? Like he's playing well yeah. for England. So, so wear what you yeah, want, Tommy. We so- don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, brilliant um well so you're a striker tommy we touched on this a few weeks ago but let's just have a little bit and this might be boring for you so sorry but it might put a bit of pressure on you and and make you feel but we've we've been lucky down the years being angels fans because we've had a we've had a lot of of um decent strikers i think anyway um i'll go i'll go back and and if i if i don't miss anyone if i miss anyone off that no one be offended here but um and there's a good link here to do with eating before a game. Um, the last prolific scorer we have was Nathan Elder, um, and I saw an interesting thing linked into that, Lee, that he had a. I think he was moaning because t- towards the end he was he always have a pre-match shake or whatever, and out the energy. But then Steve was putting him on the bench, so he was having all his workout stuff, and then we'd have a two-minute run around <laughs> or something. Um, but but what I'll start with Nathan and, and going back, Lee, Lee and Mark and Mark. I'll come to you first. Um, what's what's it been like watching decent strikers over the years and is anyone that stood out for you over the last 10-15 years since you've been watching
2: oh well we've had so many good strikers um, since I've started watching I've lost count of how many good strikers we've had really um, it's, it's been unreal like, there's so many good strikers the main ones I'll I will I'll, uh, I can think of is Tommy Wood <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Franny Collin Nathan Elder yeah. um, Luke Bluden Tom Derry, um, I, I think most of them uh, are all all good good contenders.
0: Yeah, because no, we when I was when I was younger and watching Angels, I'm talking sort of like two thousand from what I can remember, 2002 up to about 2010, 11. We we used to be the tradition where you got your Tommy Wood-esque striker and 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 an Alex Acrephy. Let's use that to example. You got you got your big guy that can score that holds it up and can head, and then you've got your little guy. And I'm thinking, Lee, you remember? Um, Rook and Jamie Cade, Rook and Paul Booth, maybe yeah. people like that. Um, and then, yeah. obviously, when we had Elder, it was the Elder show. Whip it in, he'll score. Like cross it. Um, but but what about yourself, Lee? Is there anyone? And obviously, you've got a slightly longer range of I mean, knowledge than yeah. me. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I remember Carl Rook scoring an amazing hat trick against Dartford, right? And you're just thinking, yeah. I mean, Carl Rook scored loads of goals, loads of goals, and and and, and he never used to move out the box. And he would like an argument with a referee. But he was I liked it. I know there were people that really didn't like it. But I kind of thought, I'd said a few times, because I remember a few games when Elder played, right, and he'd missed some of those headers. Yeah. I mean, he scored his fair share of headers. And I always thought, and we always, you know, as fans, you t- you talk, and you, I guess on podcasts, you, you don't talk like you do down the pub. But the truth is, we would say, it, if Rook was playing, he'd have got 60 goals this season. Yeah, yeah. Because he could head the ball. And Elder was a big bloke, and he could head the ball. But Carl was way better at heading the ball than Elder. Yeah. He just Elder was a big bloke and he was physical and he looked the part. He was very slow, <laughs> but you know. Um, and I remember having a, a conversation um, after. I mean, I you know, to, it was just with one of the players. I won't say which one. And after Elder went, and um, I think Wheeler did he go? The, did they go at the same time? I
0: think Wheeler went the season before. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. So, and 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 one of the players said to me, "Oh, well, we won't be so one-dimensional now." Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, and and that player's still there. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not <good> <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, because we had him, and then we had John Maine. Yeah. Oh, John, John Maine Main scored, uh, uh, Main scored a hat. John Maine scored a hat trick. It was it was a pity we didn't use the film. That John Maine scored a hat trick against um, Chelmsford at yeah. home,
0: that-
1: and it was one of those ones where. You're sitting, I was sitting in the stand and I was watching it. Sort of similar to the place where you were. And you thought, right, from where he is, if he hits this here from 25 yards, it has to go in that top corner.
0: Yeah.
1: And all three goals were like that. Yeah, and we were like, yeah. you know, this bloke can play football. Yeah. And then, and then he went to Wimbledon and I'm sure Tommy knows that about him. He, he was just a good player, but he wasn't when he first came. We had six months where he was terrible. And I spoke to him at Burgess Hill. I remember speaking to him at Burgess Hill. And he was in the in the bar, and I said, and I said, "Oh, are you injured?" He said, "Oh, yeah, yeah." I said, "You sure you're not being dropped?" And then because he because he scored that because that first six months was terrible, and then, you know, he's got like seven hat tricks in a season or something. He just clicked,
0: didn't it? He? he was brilliant. Cause I remember, and he did. He used to run. He yeah. used to run because I remember that first six months. He also run, but he'd run towards the corner flag quite a lot. And get stuck, yeah. and I and it almost wanted to be like, "Why are you going that way? The goal's there." <laughs> like, but yeah. then he, he, he changed direction, and then he sort of started banging him in. But yeah, was, was it? He's got the record for angels' hat tricks in a season, but he's
1: yeah, know. I think he's at seven or eight, was yeah. it or something like that. Yeah. But it used to amaze me the way he could win a penalty by jumping two footed at the goalkeeper, <laughs> you know, and then pretending that the goalkeeper tripped him. Yeah. Think, that's pretty impressive the way you've done that. No, no, no. but then before that we had Dave Arter, who was superb. I remember. We're at Hastings, it, Dave Arter was excellent and there was a game where the goalkeeper, he, he scored a hat-trick down at Hastings and the goalkeeper went up for the ball and he was dirty, right? Because, you know, this let, let's pretend we don't like dirty players but, you know, if they, if they play for you, like Alan Tutton, if he's going to, I remember him running across the play and actually stamping on his bollocks at um, Braintree or, no, or, or Burnham and he ran at the players on the floor and he just ran, stamped on these bollocks and carried on running and I just thought, well, he's playing for us. That's fine. <laughs> well played. But yeah, Dave Arthur. So this ball goes up in the air. The goalkeeper's got it, and Dave Arthur thinks right. I reckon I can take the goalkeeper out. Here. And he just leant into his legs while he was in the air, and they blow him right upside down and dislocated his collarbone, <laughs> the goalkeeper. But it was like, yeah, I know how to do that. It's the dark art of fouling the goalkeeper. So we, yeah, we've had lots of teams that have, I think, have not been great, but the goal, but we've had great goal scorers that have glossed over the cracks in the team a lot of the time yeah
0: yeah I, I mean I I know we'll, we'll talk about this in a bit but I am um, I thought uh, oh, this sounds so disrespectful and I don't mean it I I think that sums up like the Warrolo era <laughs> personally because I think we had strikers yeah. that got away with we didn't always play great football, but...
1: yeah I mean your favorite player is Kinch right yeah so that season I still believe I mean I've spoken to Tommy Warrello. you know yeah. uh, and, and fair enough Um, But that season, Kinch wasn't getting in the team. They all got injured, right? All the players got injured. And he stumbled. I don't know. It it got to a certain stage. And the players that weren't playing had to play. And we stumbled into a winning formation. Yeah, I remember. And I don't believe for a second that was some Tommy Tommy Worrele master scheme. I think we stumbled into a winning formation because players got injured or suspended. And that worked And it was suddenly, oh, yeah, look, he plays really well with Kemba. Look, that works really well, doesn't yeah, it? I felt Blimey, that you know. Yeah. He, I, don't think he, I don't think he came up with that. I think that was an accident.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I also thought it was funny because, um, do you remember, and also, uh, was it Croydon that went out of business and we picked up Chris Piper and, yeah, we, and people like yeah, that? Yeah,
1: because we lost, we, just before that, we'd lost at home 4-1 to someone I think it was uh, uh, terrible. Uh, was
0: Cray, it, was, it, was, it, was it Cray or Horsham or yeah, something? Yeah, it might have been. I can't remember. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, got, we got done at home. And I remember there's a, uh, a bloke who who's died now as a fan. And I remember him being very, very angry at the end of the game, just screaming, taxi for Just <laughs> And a person that would normally not be angry, yeah. you know, just screaming at Warrillow at the end of the game. And then, as you say, then we got um, the fellow at the back. What was his name? Good, really good defender.
0: Was Ben Judge? Did he come at that point? Or was... Ben Judge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben
1: Judge. Yeah. And then he came in and he turned, because I, uh, you know, I mean, Sonny knows that I call him the clogger. Yeah. But actually, I like him. Actually, I, I would say he's probably my favourite player in the team now. I know that will confuse him. <laughs> but I like him because do you know what he tries, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I think it really matters to him, probably more I wouldn't say more than other players, but maybe it does, that we win. Yeah. It's it, it's important well, he's to him. It, it? He? And, so... Yeah, and I think he went for he was a clogger. He he used to get the ball and kick it as far as it would go in the direction he was facing, yeah. right? And then Ben Ben judge came and played alongside him, said, "Yeah, don't do that anymore." Yeah, And he didn't. So I think it's that player, I don't know if Sonny would agree, I think I to be
0: fair to, to what you're saying there, I think Sonny has given a lot of credit to Ben Judge and for bringing him on. So I think that's yeah. probably, probably true. But then even after that game, I remember when we, when we got Judge, I think we got Chris Piper maybe at that point as well. And there was a few players yeah. that we got in off Croydon. I think they, Croydon went out of business. We signed those four players on the Friday and they, all, their first training session was before the game on the Saturday. We beat, I think it was Hornchurch, 7-1. And yeah. even then I laughed yeah. because they hadn't had a training session and then they had, a, they had a couple of training sessions and then I think we drew or we won like 1-0 or something. Yeah, as if, as, if,
1: <laughs> as, if, as if they were good and then Tommy <laughs> Worrello worked with the manager and sucked all the magic out of them.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was my thought as a fan at that time. But
1: <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. Um. The Worrell thing was, he should have gone because we played, um, and we got the cup final at home, do you remember? And it was at the end of the season. We played Charlton. Yeah, and then they sent their under-12s yeah. and beat us seven-one, and nobody turned up. Yeah, you know, none of our yeah, players turned up on the day, and it was like really disappointing. And then we turned up and did it all again for a whole season after that. Didn't yeah. we? Yeah,
0: well, that was. But then you know, of just see, I and I thought that, and, I, and once again, I completely agree with that. But then it was interesting hearing what Sam said last year because I, I didn't really realise this, but Nick Pope apparently was playing in goal, and there was a few players in that Charlton team. Um, and yeah. Mark, you're a Charlton yeah, yeah. fan. Yeah, were, were you? At, were you, Were you at that game? no
2: i don't think i was actually but
0: but there was there was a future there was a few names in that team yeah. weren't
1: there? oh they had some good players yeah but
0: I, I agree it was just a continuous of of, of, of you, that know, season. you
1: don't you you it's very hard when you're beaten by essentially an under-21s and you've been playing for years i mean you know the the only thing they've really got over you i suppose at that stage, they're going to be a lot quicker than you right or you would assume they are but you know to keep the ball away from them and you know do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you, you know, when I play football now, I've played, you know, I, I'm not allowed to give away my age apparently, but I'm 45. <laughs> but if I play, we know if we play a game of five or side or six or sorry, what we don't want is the other team running. Yeah. Right. So what you do is you try and pass the ball and keep it away from them. So you don't. You, these are experienced players. You shouldn't be getting Tonk seven one at home.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. In
1: a cup final. Yeah. By a load of children. Yeah. But not
0: really. No, no, I, I completely, I completely agree. I, I think, and it did continue, didn't it? and I think I do, as I, as you say, I think it was a season too long. And I, and I won't. It did surprise me that the club wanted, to, they offered him to be the person to to keep us yeah. up. But we, obviously, I'm glad he turned it down because we got Steve in, and and look where we are now. Yeah. Um. Linked into yeah. that, there is a little bit of a link here. But I did actually want to ask uh, you this, Tommy. Um, when you um when you were playing for the team like you played at Burnley. Um, I I don't know if Lee or Mark, you've watched these, but as a fan, I've watched things like the All or Nothing documentaries and Sunderland Till I Die. Um, What was it like being in the youth team there? Were you involved much in in the first team with the players around there, or were you separate to them? And and did you have games like like that Tunbridge-Charlton one where it was a a Kent Senior Cup final when Charlton put out their youngsters and and beat us? Did you get to play games like that, or, or was it all lots of training and not many actual... Games other than under twenty ones or whatever.
3: Yeah, I mean, when I was at Burnley, I was only, yeah, you know, I was, a, I was, a, I was a scholar and a pro for one year. So I was just sort of like playing in the development squad games. Um, I never actually made a fresh a senior appearance for the club. Um, but yeah, as you said about all, the all or nothing thing. Um, I know there's like the Man City, Tottenham ones. It ain't quite. That, that's that's the top 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 level, you know. Yeah. So it's, um, it's not quite. They, we don't quite have that luxury, but but again um, there was there's some when I was there you know um got I got got to train with the first team every now and then you know and I'm um, like passing the ball with like the likes of like Aaron Lennon you know who's yeah you know, who's a top player um and yeah it was, it's it's pretty surreal at the time because I was only an 18 year old year old lad at the time so um so it was yeah it was a good experience for me uh, definitely but um but yeah so I've definitely gained from the experience and you, you you just learn little things off um, the, the players there as well, because uh, how they go about things, because um, in, in the end, um, you know, that's, that's the level you want to get to.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And did you find when you're doing that as an 18 year old, do you find, did you revel in those moments or was there pressure like say you're passing the ball from aaron lennon you a little bit i wouldn't say, I wouldn't say starstruck because i can't imagine footballers are but like was there a little bit of like oh shit, i don't want to do this wrong or do you revel in it and think right i want to show off and i want to prove that i can do this
3: yeah yeah definitely um when when you get told that you're going up you're always a little bit nervous especially your first session but um i think once that first session's out of the way i think you know you're ready to go up on everyone and, um you just gotta, well, I have no fear, really. Um, the, the lads actually do make it quite easy for you. Um, I know it might sound weird, but sometimes it can be a little bit easier because you've got the, the the better players around you, and they can, you know, they could they 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 know how to make make things easier for us, such as like moving in the pitch and stuff like that. So, um, you'd think it would be a completely different level. I mean, tempo wise, it is, but actually being involved in it, it isn't isn't as bad as you think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's um, it's it's interesting because you wonder because we all, as I say, all as fans, obviously a fan of Tunbridge and fan of Spurs in the Premier League, and you watch these things. But it's 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 always, I guess it's every every football every football fan's a football fan because they enjoy playing football as a kid and haven't you know we haven't lived that. I've always wondered what it what it is like doing that and actually living through that that progress as you go. So it's, it's really it's really yeah. interesting to hear. Um, so we've got coming up. Obviously, we've got the FA Trophy game, which I believe we've been drawn against Hornchurch. Did I get that right? Is right.
1: that is that when we play St Albans? We're not playing them now. I assume we're playing Hornchurch now, right? No, that's that's right. Tuesday
0: that afternoon. No, that's so two, we're playing St. Next Tuesday. Yeah, Mark's got that right. Oh, are oh, yeah. we? Is that oh, okay? What's oh
1: yeah, nice. No, okay,
0: oh yeah, okay, fair enough. So it's St Albans Saturday away. We've got Hornchurch. Yeah. Um, and then on the th- Tuesday, is it, Mark? did you say
1: that? oh because we're doing a Tuesday
0: Saturday Cup thing Are we, yeah so that... it's Tuesday is Hornchurch and then if we win
1: yeah
2: it's Chesham or yeah. Dulwich on the Saturday
1: yeah okay, okay.
0: which um, I hope uh, well we hope Chesham beat Dulwich and I hope we beat Hornchurch because I don't know if it was the last time we played um, Chesham but did you go Leon, when we went, played during the FA Cup Cup game yeah yeah
1: yeah, out. It was my mate's birthday, actually, that day. Yeah, oh, I did go. Yeah, it was. Um, so obviously, I was only uh, a kid,
0: but it was, it was you, you're smiling. So was that a fun, fun memory?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that what you're going to say on that one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we won. did. We win one nil. We did win. because um, I remember seeing him? Didn't Dan's Dan's ladies team? Didn't they play Tottenham ladies team at Cheltenham? Yeah, they yeah, was... And got a, a did. Got a, do you know they they got a good result. They only lost ten nil, right? Eleven. I think it was eleven. <laughs> Yeah, it? yeah, but I do.
0: No, that's you know when you, that's
1: that's a good result, isn't it? Against a uh, a proper team. Well, I uh...
0: also think as well because at the time Tottenham, obviously Tottenham Ladies. I know a lot of clubs over the last few years have put money into their ladies teams, but they have they're yeah. now in the top. They've got the World Cup winner, haven't they? Alex Morgan and stuff. So yeah, and it was only a couple of years yeah. ago that that was. And I remember the Chesnut game because all I remember being a, a a fat kid watching football was that they they didn't they were surprised the amount of Tunbridge fans would come down and they only had one deep yeah. fat fire for the chips. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a horrible (laughs) play, wasn't it? (laughs) Um, but no, so we've got so we'll have, yeah, so hopefully we can beat Hornchurch, which luckily is at home. I know fans, I don't know. Well, I say luckily is at home, actually. I'd have gone to the Hornchurch away because that's in the right tier and I could have got away being in Essex, but never mind. Um, so that's that. And then we've got the yeah, the the Chestnut or Dulwich, and then uh, that brings us to boxing day, which is Maidstone at home. so I mean, it's just a shame we can't be here. cats always they look sure. forward to. it. And Tommy Parkinson said this, Tommy. Uh, he said that um, it's one that the players look out for. And obviously, I know at the beginning of the season you weren't around when the fixtures come out, but is and I and I also do understand that local rivalries are normally fans and players. You just want to win every game. I, I do get that. But it is is the Maidstone thing something a little bit special for the players as well. Have you have you been has it been talked about at all coming up to that game?
3: yeah of course i mean out of the fixture list that's the one that definitely stands out um the one that you definitely look at and it's just a shame that we actually have i think we have maystone twice in the space of a week over christmas so could potentially go ahead with no fans at all so um i mean hopefully um when when this gets reassessed that the fans are allowed back in yeah it'll be good good for everyone involved
0: is it's, it's sod's law this because we, we we didn't end up playing Maidstone at home last year because it got called off the rain and the season season finished and and it looks like this year we won't have them sort of that was one of I, I when we got promoted i i looked bearing in mind obviously not knowing how we're doing our first year and up to now and i don't know lee and mark if you saw the same thing but when you look at the fixture list from going to play in your i don't know um Burgess Hill, Hornchurch, teams like that, and then looking at the fixture list, and you've got Ebbsfleet, yeah. Maidstone, Dartford, and all these big games. And yeah. it's uh, it's just a shame, shame we can't be there, but hopefully, yeah,
1: it's way it's way more interesting, isn't it?
0: Absolutely, that's the thing, yeah. and, and knowing that you're going to get six hundred up to a thousand plus, and it's going to be a good atmosphere. I mean, and
1: how bad is it to go to Harrow? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's shocking Pot, Potters, Potter's Bar. <laughs>
0: Yeah, spy, yeah, yeah yeah well is it but yeah. you know, another one and i know we've got good memories of there but met police i've, yeah. I've been to met yeah. police and I'm, i think i'm sure you both have in front of 60 people on a tuesday night see anthony anthony yeah. Riviere pull out an absolute brilliant <laughs> goal i think it was yeah
1: or for for all for everyone in the change to blame liam smith for their own personally <laughs> bad performances
0: yeah uh, yeah yeah that true. sort of thing and um, so before we finish up, Maidstone, obviously Tommy, you're yet to play Maidstone as a, as a Tunbridge player, but Liam, Mark, have you got a favourite Angels versus Maidstone game? Mark, you've obviously already hinted at in yeah, your introduction, yeah. but but go on, reminders of of your favourite Maidstone game and why. I will start with you, Mark.
2: Well, I just remember it so well. I was I was quite young, thirteen, when when we beat them in 2014, and it was it was not a game we were expecting to win at all. We like. Maidstone like pretty much had free player, three players playerswalgan miles and and colin who who were star for, who was a star for us and they were playing for them and If you looked at Maidstone's squad then you'd see like how are they in this league like it was, their their squad was unreal I think they won every game to that point yeah, and we yeah, beat yeah. them one 0 uh in the last minute, and there were a couple of Maidstone fans missing about in our in our end which was so which was so funny as well. <laughs>
0: it was it was a special moment wasn't it it was it was a great game that yeah. was teniola time and pouring with rain and,
2: and yeah and another game and my uh, second game i think uh, well, my second favorite game is obviously the one on new year's day the 2-2 draw yeah. absolutely brilliant we we were in the the little corner of that little of that stand behind the goal we were just given one corner as it was segregated so and all the mates so loud lot like, all at the back when it was it was so much fun all the all the banter in the in the, in the stand was brilliant it was the, the limbs for the for, for from both teams are unreal to be fair yeah
0: it was good because Parky said that even though he was obviously injured he said that was brilliant being there on the sideline and hearing that and for it forces I, i'd love this to happen more and you know you you you, you both know that um i Love the atmosphere behind the goal, but I just genuinely like watching football from the sideline because I like watching the actual game from the side. But I'd, I'd love that if you could get all the Tunbridge fans just to create that atmosphere and then make that loudness. If everyone did that, oh, yeah. and that was that was forced in the Maidstone, yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone had to do it, which is great. Lee, what about what yeah. about yourself? Any standouts?
1: Well, I, well, memories. Actually, yeah, the last one, the two two, was really good. up uh, Upper Maidstone, wasn't it? It was excellent. Yeah. You know, because I guess we kind of thought. Even though they're, um, you know, they're, they're they're only doing reasonably, or they were only doing reasonably well in the league. You kind of still think, but well, they they got better players than us, and they should beat us. So when we go there, we kind of expected to lose them, and then we turned in a really good performance, uh, which was kind of unexpected, wasn't it? Yeah, don't you think?
0: It it, it was well, it was. I well, yeah. Go on, Mark. You you. If we hadn't
1: been doing.
2: I expected actually quite us to do quite well because I knew it was a derby and um and I because cause last season we we were the kings of going two nil down like really early on and then getting so many points won
1: yeah and yeah.
2: I just knew when we went one nil down we we're going to get back from this I was oh we were so close to even getting the winner it's a shame we didn't
0: yeah would have been proper limbs in well it was limbs oh in. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I um... but we used to, we had, we had a period didn't we of. It was 11 or 12 games where they didn't beat us yeah. no matter what you know um, and uh, you know we'd have to go to Sittingbourne and play them at terrible places like Sittingbourne that, that, and it was. I always found it was quite laughable to turn up there and see that they were playing on the training pitch of a club that i also didn't like you know, you know, well, like a double wham you drive past Sittingbourne's nice stadium to their training pitch and find that they didn't even have enough money for that and had to share it with someone else
0: yeah which is the but then if you think i think we are actually still on that run I, have i got that right i don't think league games i don't oh, think mates don't have yeah do you
1: know what I, I, I have to say i can't remember them beating us I, yeah did they beat did they beat us in didn't we play them in some weird Cup yeah, they there.
2: They beat us in the Kent Senior Cup like, oh, I'm three talking years league. Ago. We'll
0: forget about that. I'm twisting these times. a long time, yeah. Because obviously last season we, were, we only played them on New Year's Day. We didn't play them at home. And then the last league game would have been that season. And I've got to mention this because I love mentioning it. It was the game that you just talked about and then the away game was New Year's Day and our goal was scored by Sonny Miles who was wearing yellow and black. Oh,
1: and then yeah, it and was. we had all the, yeah. the business with, with the the punching of the supporter and yeah that.
0: With the, and then but
1: or, what, or whatever never happens
0: <laughs> which yeah. is why barry moore has got a song <laughs> that involves redstone mm-hmm. and yeah yeah
1: Um
0: so yeah no brilliant that probably rounds things up great for today so thank you so much for all being on tommy thank you so much for being part of this really appreciate it
3: no worries thank you bobby
0: that's all right and from the fans good luck for the rest of the season and good luck over the christmas period and um, we're all behind you and I'm um, I'm sure we can get a few wins back to back which will be good
3: <laughs> um, yeah it'll be good to have you guys back
0: yeah we can't wait honestly and um, uh, Lee and Mark thank you I hope you've enjoyed this evening
1: yeah no worries yeah really really
2: enjoyed this really enjoyed
0: this brilliant season. yeah we we'll get you all get uh, get you both well, all of you hopefully get you back on soon and later on in the season Tommy hopefully speak to you and yeah, catch up again and, and thank you very much So thank you for being part of the season